0: I can't wait to bring up the great piece of debate, Philadelphia versus New York. <laughs> that's not a debate. <laughs> There's no... Like, oh, come on. You got to give the guy like, a chance, at least a little bit. Come, uh, come on. <laughs> I,
1: Yankees suck. <laughs> Yankees suck. There we go. Yeah, right, we're,
2: already, we're already on board. <laughs> that's,
1: I think that's something we can all
0: get behind. Oh, God. Three best Philly athletes of all time. Smarty Jones, Rocky Balboa, and El Wingador. Let me just tell you something. I've been screwed by the Eagles for so many years you could park a truck in my butthole. Dude, your sister can't be a egg She looks like Tyrone Hill with the Pete Rose haircut. I cried at Harry Callis' funeral more than my own grandfather's. True story. If one of my kids turns out to be a Mets, a Cowboys fan, I'm really gonna regret not wearing that condom. Peekaboo,
3: you fuck you. I see you, you Do you want to talk, or do you want to bet? We had two bags of grass, 75 pellets of
0: mescaline, five sheets of high-powered grater acid, a salt shaker half full of cocaine, a whole galaxy of multicolored uppers, downers, screamers, lappers, also a quarter tequila, quarter rum, case of beer, a of raw ether,
4: two dozen animals. Counting cards is a foolproof system. It's also illegal. It's not illegal. It's frowned upon, like masturbating on an airplane.
2: I'm pretty sure that's illegal too.
4: Yeah, maybe after 9/11,
2: where everybody gets insensitive. Thanks a lot, Ben Moden.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome again to Vegas Confessions. Uh, I'm Shane. I'm Julian. And who we don't have is Eric, unfortunately. It is the holidays, and, you know, holidays are busy. And so, you know, we managed to get two of us together. Thank you for taking your time, by the way, brother.
4: Hey, no worries, man. Thanks for working it out.
0: In one way or another, it happens. So um, we just want to do a quick little intro on this one. We've recorded this actually about a week or so ago, and this is something that Eric did some homework on. Um, It is a host that he has out of Philadelphia, Harris. Um, I think the guy's name was Zach, is that right?
4: Yeah, very cool dude. A lot of information didn't hold back with our questions. And, you know, it's, it's amazing, Shane. Every time we talk to people and we get interviews, we're like, yeah, we'll just have them on, you know, 15, 20 minutes, just pick their brain a little bit, always ends up over an hour. So it was really (laughs) cool to just engage with this dude and just be straight up with them. So it was really cool.
0: Yeah. And you know, what's also cool about the whole thing is that this isn't like a Vegas based thing. This is Philly. I mean, this is a whole nother atmosphere, you know, and explaining how he met Eric and what their relationship was. And, you know, I mean, you guys are going to hear it in the interview, but we really kind of need to just see that other side, you know,
4: some of some of his hurdles man he has to go through on a daily basis of just uh. you know his functions it's 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 pretty pretty surreal but he seems to be in good spirits and does a good job at it so
0: yeah yeah that's one of the first questions uh, I think we asked him I was like man why <laughs> you know why do you go <laughs> through this stuff but it's cool you know I, I think it's rewarding meeting people like Eric and, and other gamblers that you know the need hosts and, and something like that uh, I think it really pays off in the end but um, anyway without further ado we're going to go ahead and play this and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy
1: So one of the uh, most common questions that I get is working with a host. We've had uh, multiple um, – no, maybe we haven't had multiple hosts on the show, uh, but I've introduced a lot of listeners to different hosts. And we talk a little bit about the difference between uh, a host who works on property, a third-party host, things of that nature. Uh, today I want to bring on Zach Dupris. Uh, who is a host at Harris, Philadelphia, um, located in Chester, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's it's a little unique, and I think this speaks to uh, my appreciation of Zach. Uh, for me to tell you that I want to talk to a Caesars employee who works <laughs> in the city of Philadelphia, for me to have good things to say about him, he must be pretty good. Um, Zach Dupris, uh, welcome to Vegas Confessions thanks guys appreciate you having me welcome sir welcome buddy so zach I'm, I'm hoping you can help our listeners a little bit you know there's always that question of the value of working with a host and specifically an on-site host uh, and maybe talk a little bit about your property because you know uh, our listeners are nationwide i don't know how many have made it to philadelphia
2: awesome sounds great um so our property Harris philadelphia it's Located, like you said, in Chester, Pennsylvania. Um, it's about five miles south of the Philadelphia airport. So for some of your listeners to get a point of reference, it's pretty pretty close, close casino to the airport. If they're you know flying in, have a layover, or something like that, um, close property. We don't have a hotel on property, um, but we do partner with some hotels, varying host host hotels in a good area. And we have slot machines, table games, and a harness racetrack. Um, So for some of your listeners, pretty decent video poker, a lot to choose from, and then high limit video poker also, and high limit blackjack, piegout poker, just some things I've heard from the show you guys like to talk about. Um, So good property, good size property. Um, Like we said, we don't have the hotel on property, which makes us a little bit unique as far as our customers a little more frequent, Um, not as much of a destination, kind of a, a stop and play. You know, don't really want to make the drive to Atlantic City or, you know, something like the national case. And you know, somebody's flying into Philly, is there for the weekend, looking for somewhere to stay, enjoys gambling. You know, they come visit our property. How old your property?
0: Um, How long has it been there?
2: So it was, it was built in 2007. Um, and then table games came in around 2010. And then we will actually have sports betting um, probably mid-January. We just started oh. this week. We're going to start renovating. Uh, we have a nice huge bar in the back. Um, pumping, it's been renovated maybe about two three years ago, and now we're we're renovating again for sports betting. So it's going to be some pretty exciting stuff coming up. Oh,
0: Cool. Nice. So
2: is
1: that down by the block? It's going to be turned into a sports book?
2: Yes. So if, if anybody's familiar with the property, the block is all the way in the rear of the casino. Uh, and there's a, a pretty good-sized bar um, in front of the block. So the block's the entertainment venue, um, but right out front, there's a huge bar and there's a couple of table games there. We're going to push those back a little bit, and then add um, sports betting. It's going to be a perfect spot compared to some other you know locations we have. It's actually called the Book, which I'm, I believe similar to the Link has the Book also. So kind yep. of going with the same theme there.
1: Cool. And you know, one thing that I'll add um, because you don't have a hotel uh, that doesn't get factored into the cost of a player coming in. So your like front end comps on property I mean you're you guys are really pretty aggressive you know whether it's reward credits or things of that nature you know there isn't that additional sunk expense so you know it it sounds like a negative but if you're within driving distance I think it's actually a positive that you don't have a hotel
2: definitely with the slot play match play and like you said reward credits we do get pretty aggressive with those offers especially for you know, more local customers. You're getting a few times a week, and if if you're a decent player, you're you're getting hit pretty hard. You know, f- you know maybe four days a week slot play, and then we've the last year we've been pretty good about doing gift cards every Saturday. Um, so it's either a slot play option or gift cards. So it's it's pretty pretty strong.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean you show up, you. Uh, I mean I've never gone there and left empty-handed, you know. So it's. uh it's been, it's been a good run. Uh, and considering I'm... Boycotting's not fair. But considering <laughs> I'm shying away from most of the Caesars Entertainment properties, um, it, you know, it's it's unique that a uh, in my least favorite city in the country, is a place that I choose to go to. Um, <laughs> I and, was going to say. You know, you're, you're a big part of that. And a lot of it has to do with all the little extras and things that you do for me or, you know, to bring me in. Um, can Not that you are promising things to players without, you know, seeing their play. But, you know, do you want to talk a little bit about these little inducements that, you know, come from you and not from uh, mailers or things of that nature?
2: Surely, yeah. And I think that kind of goes to your question earlier about this, the reason for having a host on property, um, whereas I think it's pretty important. I know some of the, you know, I know a lot of the NCM guys, I know a lot of the, you know, junket reps, good guys, they have a good business going, um, nothing against them. But when you have a host on property, they're more so in the know, especially with with our property. We do a lot of events where there's no mailers, no e-blasts. It's, hey, Zach, I've got 50 tickets to something. F- fill it up. So, for example, sports tickets, we do a lot since we don't have a lot of you know, amenities on property. We do a lot of things in the city of Philly. So oh, it comes to cool. flyers tickets, Eagles tickets, um, Wells Fargo, we have a great relationship. We have a great rep over there. So we do a lot of other events off-property. Maybe it's off-site dinners. Uh, sometimes we do on-site dinners um, where a host will know about that. And it's book it. Here's your play criteria. Book it with 50 people. So it'll be where now it's the host's decision. Who am I going to call? You know, where it could be. Uh, and, and as long as we have a reason to justify it, it's kind of fair game. So I could say, uh, you know, like a perfect example would be Eric, you know, about a month or so ago, ran into you. You made a surprise trip in we had a, uh, flying fish, beer tasting, craft beer tasting on property. I grabbed you. Hey, you know, we had this tasting going on in about an hour. Or so are you hungry? You want to stop by, you know, you were with a couple guests. I was able to get you in, you know, something you weren't expecting, but you know, where I was able to add you in and hopefully had a decent time.
1: It was good. No, you, you guys always do a good job with those things. Um, and especially when it's unexpected, you know, I'm sitting at the bar playing quarter video poker. I don't expect, you know, uh, my whole party to be invited to a, uh, a beer tasting and dinner. So I, I appreciate that. Um, so what other things like that occur that, you know, kind of fall onto your desk where you get to look through your cell phone and figure out who to call.
2: In October, we did a pretty big blackjack tournament. Um, we had some weekly qualifiers that were open to the public. Anyone could come. Uh, you're playing for a 5,000 thousand dollar prize pool, which is, is decent. Uh, but then the top two winners got an entry into our fifty thousand dollar invite only Blatchett tournament oh wow um and then we did have some pre seeded people where it was kind of up to our discretion to call you know as long as we have a case for someone, obviously play has to be there, but I could say, you yeah, know, let me call you know Mr. B, I know he's gonna want to come in i'm gonna put I'm gonna put him in for this, you know and make a kind of little package for him um The dinners is a newer thing we' starting to do I'm kinda going for shooting for once a month um with some. You know, of our partners, maybe be at Wine Tasting, Patron Tasting, um, Flying Fish Craft Beer was a good one. And then some of the off-site events are pretty popular. You know, we we really like table games. It's no no secret. Harris Philly really pushing for the table games business. Um, and we do a lot. A lot of Asian community, a ton of Asian customers. We have a lot <laughs> of Asian table games. So we do we do a lot in Chinatown also. So the night market was pretty recent. We were there for that. Uh, we'll have a huge event coming up. Uh, for the Lunar New Year over in January. So we uh, we, oh. do, we do a lot of things that, like I said, you won't get a mailer for, you won't hear about it unless somebody gives you the phone call or shoots you the text that, you know, hey, this event's coming up.
0: So. i've got a question for you real quick so you know what's it's very unique you mentioned the off-site promotions that you do you know in lieu of it's not really on the property how hard were those to set up i i'm supposed building <laughs> partnerships are different depending on who you're dealing with but you talk about Wells fargo and some of these other partners that you you kind of you know you have that acquaintance with um how hard is that and, and and have you been doing that for a long time as far as that property goes
2: uh we have and it it, it somewhat depends i mean some we've been we've been dealing with Wells fargo for a while um, we have Suite One for the for the Flyers, uh, Center Ice. Actually, the Sixers use it for when the Sixers play. Oh, cool! Um, nice. So you know you know it's got to be a pretty decent decent seat. Um, and then we've done some smaller offsite, um, some smaller restaurants where, you know, at first it's kind of it's kind of you know we'll go there check it out. You know, there's usually a reason we want to choose that restaurant. Whether you know, there's obvious answers like Del Fresco's in the city or Barclay Prime. Where you know it's just a huge name restaurant, Philly. Then we do some smaller restaurants. We've done dinners at Dante and Luigi's, which is a small South Philly Italian restaurant. That um, you know we just think our customers are going to appreciate mm-hmm. and they're going to enjoy. At the end of the day, it's you know what what's our customer base into. Yeah. So if it's the the nice Italian dinner or it's the you know secret hidden place in Chinatown that our customers really enjoy, <laughs> we'll we'll work in there to get a, a decent partnership. Sure, sure.
0: That's neat. That's really neat.
2: I was just gonna mention you know what's interesting is
4: your whole approach I was gonna ask later in the show what's the difference you see in you know the promoting and marketing that you guys have to do in Harris Philly compared to Las Vegas, but with no hotel, it seems like you guys have to literally stay on it on the regulars to keep them coming in
2: and it's 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 an interesting approach for you guys yeah and it's it's it depends you know i I have some customers that you know, more national. I have uh, a fellow from Dallas that was in a couple weekends ago. You know, I got some guys from California that come in and, you know, we do, like I said, we do have the hotels. We can, we can set that up. You know, we do, we can do work with transportation things like that. But, uh, you know, our, our customer base is more the, the frequency customer, but we try to, you know, just add value where we can. So where there's things where people, you know, no hotel's a big one. I hear it, you know, almost daily that, you know, a hotel, I go to, I can go to Atlantic city. It's a little further away. Um, but you know, our thing is we're closer. You know, I'm sure you have a nice home. You could sleep there, it's 15 minutes away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I get it. The street's nice, but you know, we can we can make up for it some other amenities that we can you know add some value. So I've got a question.
1: You were talking about the push for table games players, and that's yes. th- that's not only um, uh, I don't want to call it unique, but you know, there there really isn't. At least nationally, this push for table games players were were kind of left behind a little bit. Um, due to Pennsylvania law, you have fantastic blackjack. So, what type of play warrants a host's attention? Uh, let's say a blackjack
2: player. So, th- this is where we. Pr- I would say, just this is just my opinion, how we would differ from other properties. Um, As a casino before, they had a hotel. You know, a good green chip, $25 player was, was good there because I can get the time. You know, I've got the hotel. I, you know, I had one customer. I have him stuck. He's going to be at the table for 10 hours a day. If He's staying for the weekend. Perfect. Um, we're more of $50, 100 range if we're talking blackjack. Um, mm-hmm. that, would, that would wake me up. Um, you know, our average trip is about two and a half hours. So, you know, if it's someone who is willing and, you know, gets the game a little bit, it's fine to put the time in. That That helps. Um, but you you know you can be a $100 player 100 100 works if you could do maybe you know three hours of play three and a half that's a good for for a black chip player for us
1: okay so let's let's talk about that black chip player gives you three four hours in a session what does that guy or gal what can they expect from you that is in addition to what's coming from the property
2: so for me this would probably depend more on the the customer side so Mm -hmm. If I have someone that lives relatively close um, that wouldn't be my number one priority but I would be able to do something as far as shoot a car over to pick you up and bring you to our property um, that would definitely get you into a lot of high limit blackjack player events which would you know, hmm. include the blackjack tournaments it would include some different table games trying to think. for example if you're if you're up in the level of Maybe like a four or five hundred dollar average, mm-hmm. um, or you can just give me a good amount of time. Um, I could do something where you could. You're looking to earn, I'd say, two thousand credits. Let's put it that way. That makes things a little easier. Sure. If you're in the, like the two thousand tier credit range. That's when I can really start to open some doors and do Eagles tickets. I can do things closer to. Um, we did a suit fitting. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins from Eagles owns a suit company. Um, probably the beginning of June for. Uh, high limit table games players only. We did a custom suit jacket for Malcolm Jenkins. So he was there on property right after they won the Super Bowl. Um, had his ring, took pictures with our customers, had some cocktails for our customers, and then fit them for custom sports jackets. Yeah. Um, but if you're if you're looking into you know more so in the 500 tier credit chip range, um, still going to get you into blackjack tournaments. Um, still makes it pretty worthwhile for me to you know send a car to pick you up. Kind of what if sure your what if the player
1: smart. happened to live in central Jersey <laughs> and <laughs> hates the Eagles
3: <laughs> yeah. um, <you>
1: know, <laughs> hypothetically speaking but had no problem with black chip play in four hours when it show?
2: well it hates if it you know if it's a thing where it hates the Eagles but you know with like the Giants who we played last week you know it's, it's things like that where I have a lot of I have a fellow that's actually pretty similar to that um, lives in North Jersey Eagle tickets where you know hey Zach I'll go I'm not really a big fan but hey, they're playing the Giants, and you know it's supposed to be probably pretty cold out. We've got a suite there, full food, beverages. That's rivers. pretty cool. That okay. type of deal is pretty pretty cool. All
1: right, okay. So we're—I mean, you're you're definitely coming up the value here. Um, I, I think so. I mean, we had met a couple of times uh, before this last—you know—I'll say more frequent uh, run-ins. Um, you want to talk a little bit about the uh, the, the podcast approach? <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: so <laughs> I Eric, I, I I knew who Eric was, you know, and come in very you know respectful, gave me decent play. Something happened where well, there wasn't good play. Hey Zach, ran out, you know, really pretty good fluid conversation. Um, so I listened to the Gambling of the Edge podcast. Um, used to be pretty frequent, and I kind of slowed down a little bit. Steve Sear was on pretty recently, host in Vegas, pretty interesting okay. guy. I was you know listened to it. I'm off on Mondays, so. Listen to that, sounded great. And I was like, ah, you know, had some time kicking around. I was doing some cleaning. What other podcasts, you know, gaming-related? I just did a quick search, and the um, the Cousin Vito podcast comes on. So, I'm listening to it, and it's, you know, hey, I was, I was at Mahegan Sun last weekend, blah, blah, blah. Eric Rosenthal was there. And I'm thinking, wait a
3: minute,
2: like, that's – There can't be two of those. About <this,"> you know? <laughs> so, it's just, you know, so I listened to the rest of the podcast, enjoyed it. It was great. Then I go into work the next day, and I see Eric from like, across the casino. I think, oh man, like what are the, this is weird. Like, there the the chance of this, so I go over. I'm like, hey, you know, Eric, you you, you ever played the Mohegan Sun? And he's like, yeah, like been there, you know, it's good, what what not. I'm like, you know, you know this fellow, like, cousin Vito. Like, does that name ring a bell to you? Like, and and Eric's like, yeah, yeah. I was like. I heard you on his podcast. It was pretty, pretty funny. He's like, "Oh yeah, like you, you know, I'm part of another podcast, Vegas Confessions." I was like, "No, you know, I haven't, didn't know. I'll, I'll check it out." And then checks it out, listens a few episodes. Um, and then I ran to him again. I was like, "Oh man, I listened to the podcast. It was great." And then uh, he invited me on to spend some time with you guys.
0: No, there you go.
1: Very cool, small world, man. (laughs) It's funny. It's funny. So now I've got uh, dealers and hosts that uh, have recognized either the voice or the name. Uh, We're not at the point where in the supermarket it happens, but you know, (laughs) because that would just be awkward. If in a casino somebody you know picks up on it, it's still pretty cool. Um, So, oh, so your property has that. Uh, special promotion for Seven Stars members: of the racetrack. Can you talk about
2: that a little bit? Sure, sure. It's it's pretty unique. So we have a harness racetrack. So for those of you who don't know, is you know typically when people think of horse racing, they think of the jockey riding on top of the horse. Yeah. Um, where this, they have a sulky, which is like a little cart that the horse pulls around. And um, hmm. there's we have a Hummer which has looks like two ladders that come out of the back um, that are sideways, and that's kind of like the starting line for the horses. And it, it drives around, and then the ladders come into the side of the car, and then the, the Hummer will follow on the side of the horses when they do their laps around the track during the race. Hmm. So we have a benefit that we use. It's called Day at the Races for our seven-stars guests where come in, uh, we'll name our race after you, then we'll give you some money to bet on the, the race with and then we'll actually take you down, and you can get into the Hummer and ride in it while the race is going on. Wow, that's, that's cool. It's, I, I didn't, at first, I didn't really understand it. I used to be a big harness racing guy um, until I actually got in the Hummer. and I got my phone. I'm, like, videoing for my Instagram, yeah. and it's really cool. I mean, you're right next to the horse. <laughs> you can see everything. That's and, cool. Yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. And then, you know, when the race concludes – uh, you can get your photo taken in the winter circle. We can bring a bunch of guests with you. Um, it's just a really nice benefit that I'd say a decent amount of our seven stars don't take advantage of. That you know is something we're trying to push a little more to kind of bring in some uh, harness racing. I'm actually glad you mentioned that. We did an event this past Friday oh, where wow. our steakhouse. It's in this big. It's like glass floor ceiling windows that are probably three, two stories high, and we did an event where you come in um there's open bar there and it's like a vip viewing area for the horses there's some food to snack on um so we've really been pushing horse racing as part of like as an amenity to people who you know are the casual horse gambler that wants to check it out and just have a good time and enjoy themselves as opposed to the you know heavy horse gambler sure sure uh when are you kicking that off again when's that starting so we we do the our racing season begins in April, okay. and it ends uh, towards the end, the end of November, so it's going to end probably the next well, obviously it's going be the next week. I think yeah. we have a week and a half left. Okay. Um, so when April I starts think, up again,: I think Sunday, December 16th,
1: is your last day.
2: That rings a bell. That sounds about right.:
1: All right. So, <laughs> so while I have you on the phone, <laughs> I happen to know somebody who has uh, a seven stars card
2: that's going to be expiring January 31st.
0: Wait
1: uh, <laughs> Is there any chance of sliding one more in the hummer?
2: <laughs> De- definitely, and then you know, for any other listeners, you know, if if, if it's to take the ride in the Hummer, which I think is pretty cool, um I'm good friends with our, our director of racing. I'm sure we can get get anybody in the Hummer, so they're they're pretty flexible with us doing that. That's nice. cool. That's
0: neat. That's fun.
4: So
2: we gotta other... make it a goal, guys, to get down there, get in the Hummer,
1: slide well, it in I mean, the Hummer. We, we got a couple of weeks. I mean, you know, you fly into Philly, they're right there. So yes. uh, I don't know if, uh, if a cheap flight to Philly pops up. Maybe we, uh, we make this happen. Um, you know, another interesting thing about your property. It's the only one that I'm aware of that doesn't run their casino credit out of Las Vegas. They
2: handle everything all on site. Yes. So that's, that's something I personally love oh, wow. as, mm-hmm. a, as a host. Um, yeah. So there, there's one other department, uh, one other property. I believe it's going to be Harrah's Cherokee in uh north carolina um that that due to their restrictions they have it um but for our laws we have to have an in-house credit um we make our own credit decisions we you know obviously we base it you know the same kind of criteria the brand uses but i've run into situations where i was trying to bring in a customer you know had you know some maybe some situations at other properties couldn't get credit you know i reached out to him he's like hey man like i'm not getting credit there like i already got denied i was like, no 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 like Let's let's see what we can do, and you know we were able to get him established with the line, played real well for us for a while. Uh, was taking a trip to New Orleans, and then based on our credit decision, you know the the corporation decided, hey, you know we'll give this guy credit; he's good for it, and and it worked out. Huh. Well,
1: you know it, it isn't just the decision being made on property, you know, like somebody who had a few blemishes. It's just the speed with which your people work. When you send things out to Las Vegas, uh, for the listeners that don't know, Caesars in Las Vegas handles it basically nationwide. Sometimes it takes a while, you know, and an impromptu trip with a decision that could take a while that sometimes changes your opinion of uh, a property. Yeah. But, I mean, they just handled everything on the spot. I mean, it was, you know, they're they're not, they're not breaking any rules. You know, they're, they're doing everything everybody else would do, but they do it while you're sitting at the desk. Wow. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah
0: so you can find us at vegasconfessionspod at gmail.com call us at our hotline and leave a message 559-461-7488 keep in mind that's three minutes but that should give you plenty of time to leave a story if you want to call back we can add on to that remember folks we are listener interactive the more you interact like something as simple as a song request the less we have to yell at you guys to send us all your shit
4: also want to get a hold of us through social media Don't be a stranger. We'd love to hear from you guys. You can find my brother and second wife at Shane Mield on Twitter. You can find me at Julian Romero 559 on both Twitter and Facebook. Get to know our newest brother from another mother on Twitter at E. Rosenthal 1029. Also, you can see videos of all of our group trips and meetups from Las Vegas to Atlantic City on YouTube slash J Romero 559 do me a huge favor by subscribing to there too. Thank you all. And we love y'all.
1: That being said, we thank you folks so much for listening. We hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. Do us a huge favor by one subscribing to the podcast and two leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. It always helps spread the word about us and little by little helps people find us. Cheers.
0: Cheers. Peace. (laughs) Um,
1: so Zach, you're on Vegas confessions. I'm not going to ask you for Vegas confessions, but I'm pretty sure you've seen some shit. <laughs> you got any uh, Chester confessions for me?
2: Uh, so uh, yeah,
1: yeah, I've, I've got some. He paused. You, you paused, and I know, and I know you can't. <laughs> I know you can't use any names. So just call him Shane when you tell the story. Oh yeah, that's fine. Or Julian.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. We'll. I actually have a, so I worked at another casino before, before I was in, in Chester, and I had a customer who was big into high-limit blackjack, and the way he would play, was he, he would come in, and I was, I was brand new at the time. I was just first starting, as a host, first time. I'm watching this guy, you know, scream and yell and, you know, MF this, use Christ that, slamming the tables, and, I mean, he's, he's playing Orange Ships, so a thousand-dollar player, and I, I am shaking, like, looking at this guy, I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be a nightmare. Like, you know, pretty pretty green. Go in. Um, wait for the shuffle. Big big host move. Some hosts don't do it, drives me nuts. You know, wait for a break in the action, never go mid you. sorry for the shuffle. And, you know, you know, hello sir. Like, my name's Zach. I'm to introduce myself. Zach, how you doing? Oh my god, it's so great to see you. Like the friendliest person I think I've ever met in my entire life. Yeah, <laughs> it seemed like he's knew me forever. And I was just like, Whoa, like yeah, he's like, oh, I was like here, you know, I got you know, got this up for you, you know, wherever you want to go dinner, let me know. Here's a bunch of comps good luck okay great great talk to you soon next you know cut car comes out starts dealing again jesus christ here we go and like like back to the like screaming scary i'm thinking like who did i just talk to you so that <laughs> that's something that's funny like that was like one of my first table games experiences where i get from being you know being new you know thank god i waited till the shoe. you know that could have ended really badly
1: wow that's funny yeah. Huh. yeah was he was he tipping the dealers while he was abusing them
2: he was good, yeah, and, and and it was funny. So from a dealer perspective, I I asked like, Dude, what's what's going on? And they said, well, you know, he's so friendly during the, the shuffle that mm. it's okay, and it's never towards the dealers. It's always like, like I can't believe this. Like how many you know how many times can I you know get a sixteen you know and things like that, or you know, double he's doubling down on elevens, catching that ace every time, mm, and you Jesus. know, more so just like. In the zone, competitive, aggressive, with but not, not towards the <laughs> staff, which, was, which is always great. Yeah, we definitely don't want. It doesn't behoove me either to bring in a guy um, that's like. I think that's a pretty like misconception that like our players all you know a good amount get crazy and, and that, that doesn't behoove me because you know if it blows my the table game staff is really important to me, whereas I had to have that relationship. So if they're you know abusive to the staff or they get a little out of hand, it definitely does not do any favors for myself.
0: Wow,
1: for sure.
2: For sure, too funny.
1: Any uh, any other uh, gems you want to share? Gems.
2: Gems. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a good
1: Gemma, Zach. Zach, I've been on I know you've got uh, stories. I, <laughs> I, I mean, because if you want me to tell the stories, I'll tell them. I'm giving you the <laughs> opportunity to, a
2: little, a little
4: <laughs> to, to pick and choose here, really, and really get something decent. Uh, well, let's um, say
2: this. What's one of the weirdest requests a guest has had for you? Weird street So there's, we had a customer, uh, was not was not my guest, thankfully, um, who was very specific in the type of sandwich that he liked. So this is uh, like a. Okay. So it came to the point where, like his host had to go into the kitchen and make this sandwich with honey mustard, but the honey mustard could not be showing on the edges, and honey mustard starts to leak out. Like it was a problem. Oh Jesus! <laughs> um, <laughs> like you God. cannot do that. And it personally has to be perfect. Outside people think you know my high big high rollers are asking for uh, tons of girls and and you know drugs and, and things like that. Where most of the time it's just like the weird request where you know I'm dealing with a lot of times you know they want a little extra room on their markers, they want to pull out some more credit, they want you know extra gift cards or they would like you know extra tickets to show tickets things like that. Um, that's more so what we would deal with, um, but sometimes they get a little crazy in terms of. You know, I've got a guy who took the. We had a car pick him up, and stopping at Wawa, stopping at the bank. I'm pretty sure he went grocery shopping. You know, before (laughs) he got home, like little crazy things like that. Like that, that that definitely happens to us a lot.
1: So, how do you handle the uh, request for girls and blow and whatever else (laughs) 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 that that you're not talking about? You're pretty forward there. Like I
2: said, it, it doesn't happen as often as you would think. A lot of people think that's like a, you know everyday occurrence where my my players are more focused on the game like they they're they're there. Their they're, they're, they're vice gambling you know they'll they'll drink but you know in which we've had that where i've had a player who was you know who would drink and gamble and was very good and he would destroy it like he would play it heavy and and you know there's times where i had a conversation like dude you gotta slow down like either you're not gonna play you know stop him from gambling even though he's you know you're drinking too much you can't play anymore you know, or hey, we're not giving you any more credit, or we're cutting your credit line off, just suspending you for the you know the day, just so you can get your things back together, because you know to to blow out a guy like that, it doesn't that that part doesn't help us out either. That's tough. Like you know, we just want to take all the money. It doesn't. It's it's more of a marathon instead of a sprint for me. So I'd rather have a player who's gonna come in, you know, gamble with the disposable income instead of, you know, going fishing and, and buying a boat and buying bait, and the fishing lines. He's like, oh, I'll just gamble the money away. Um, uh, I'm happy to hear you say that
1: because i I will tell you, um, I actually had uh, in a night, not on your property, uh, but the same <laughs> brand. Um, I was three sheets to the wind, and I was asked if I wanted a TTO to keep me going. And um, you know that that didn't end well. <laughs> and it it didn't feel good the next day when I woke up and realized that not only did I lose my marker, I lost another fifty percent on top of that. Um, yeah. So, uh, thanks for keeping it clean. Mm.
4: So on that subject, have you ever witnessed a guest take a huge loss, maybe more than they expected? Now I know a lot of the people you're getting are regulars and you're real close to them and stuff. What does that conversation look like afterwards?
2: And how do you make them feel better about coming back? It's, it's tough. So being a host, you can pretty much gauge, you right? Know, it's all relative, right? So, and I'm pretty numb to the money at this point where, you know, if somebody loses five grand, you can just take it and light on fire and if that happened to me, you know, I'd be eating ramen noodles for the next six months. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so it's all relative. So I've got some customers who I know, you know, they lose five hundred bucks when they come in on average and they lost a thousand. I'm like, Whoa, that's that's a pretty big loss, you know. But when it gets to that higher level where you guys got coming in guys coming in losing, you know, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand. Yeah. Um Oof. Some guys, it's relative. I have some players come in lose twenty thousand, like it's nothing, and I know that's not a big deal. Um, I've had some customers lose, you know, hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand where, you know, then you know it's a problem. So I've have seen a big swing that's you know north of fifty thousand winning, and then played it all down, back down to zero on the number line. Then lost another one, another hundred of their own. Um, that's where tough. it's that's tough. So that conversation is tough. Where you know, like I said, it kind of it and. With me, it's more, I want to keep the player, right? So it right. doesn't matter, you know, just a one, if all my players came in and blew their whole gambling budget, it really doesn't do anything for me because then the next day or the next quarter or the next year is going to roll around and I'm going to lose gamblers. So it's, I do anyway. There's natural attrition. I lose probably 20% of my book right off the top uh, a year due to mm-hmm. they're tired of gambling. They can't, you know, they're broke. Um, but the so, conversation wait, oh, God. you forgot they realize you work for Caesars Entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah they're, they're, they realize, you know, they're tired of Zach. You know, that, does, that that's not a... Oh, he's happens. so political. Everybody loves <laughs> Zach. They're definitely <laughs> well, tired of Zach. I would definitely, you know, I have... A few players, I would definitely argue that people do get tired of Zach, and uh, I, I get it vocalized to me sometimes.
1: Don't, um, listen, listen, this is just you and me talking. Nobody else is listening. Yeah, yeah. Else. <laughs> You can admit that Caesar's Entertainment has done some things that
2: maybe you would lose a player or two over. You know, and that's that's part of why I think, in my, in my you know, just opinion, that having hosts is important. Where mm-hmm. you know there was things like that changes that have been made that you know players that might you know might have be too happy about some points where it's you know if you have a strong host in my opinion they can add that i can get that value back pretty quick you know where if it's whether it's you know losing some sort of comp the comps aren't as good as they used to be or things like that that you know i've heard there's things where i can come in and i can add enough value to make up for that and say like look like those those little things that you know they add up that that you know things got taken away, but I can add things that are going to be more valuable to you in the long run.
1: Well, that was a good answer. It was. Didn't, I mean, impressed. you kind of admitted it. You didn't really <laughs> admit it. You kind of admitted it, but that was a good answer. You got to Let the guy go with that one. That, he, that works. Uh, Zach, I think you have a future in politics. <laughs> let's, let's hope not.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so for your services, what's one of the best tips
2: you've ever received? So that, that's another, that's another thing that I get a lot. Um, because it, it's not uh, kind of like I said, where it's the, the money gets kind of numb as far as like, when I watch people lose all kinds of cash. Yeah. It, it doesn't kind of like gambling. Right. So I used to, I remember I used to go in like buying for like 50, 60 bucks. Like I'd win, you know, 40, and I'd be living in large. I'd be feeling the best. But you know, when you see somebody come in and, and buying for 200 and beat you for 50,000, it kind of like, no, now I'm like, Oh man, like 40 bucks <laughs> or nothing. Like when we gonna do with that, um, right. So it's the same way where, you know, players, it happens, you know, hey, you know, we want to give you this, give you that. It's, I'd rather just, every $5,000 player knows a $50,000 player. So for me, it's more so, you really want to help me out, give me a name. Give me somebody that you know that doesn't gamble with Caesars, doesn't gamble with me, you know, gamble somewhere else. Just give me the name. If you can give me their name and cell phone number, really, really appreciate that. If, not, <laughs> if you give me a, a name, I can, I can do some digging, I can get their info. And for me, in the long run, that works out for me a lot better.
1: So along those lines, to any of our listeners, um, how can they reach you?
2: So the best, the best way to get a hold of me, honestly, is my cell phone number, um, which is 484-213-3708. Um, easy to get a hold of. Give me a call. Shoot me a text. Um, I'm 27, so I text back quickly and, and i i can, I can feel no, them pretty it's, well
0: It says millennial um, thumbs that's what it is but, by the way that
1: number is going to be in every bathroom in philadelphia
2: <laughs> it probably already is eric yeah. so well, if it's... i
1: mean i've been i've been at it for a couple of years now i haven't gotten to every bathroom but
3: we're truck <laughs> gonna... stops
1: <laughs>
3: oh too funny
1: So anyway, I vouch for Zach uh, totally and completely. Uh, His property has been good to me. Um, Parent company withstanding, uh, I have Zach on because he's a good guy. And uh, if there are players in the Philadelphia area or people flying into Philly that are looking for... Um, a good gamble, especially I I can't say it enough, if you're a blackjack player the rules there really are uh, pretty fantastic, and a good guy to work with, and somebody who's willing to kind of um, find his way to give you what you're looking for, you should call Zach, can you give that number one more time? Sure,
2: sure, so it's 484 213 3708 and like Uh I said, that's my cell phone number I have it all the time you know shoot me a text you can give me a call I'll be happy to help you out anyway can.
0: that's great now just that number's gonna him. be on all the uh salt lake city i'll have it on every bathroom wall just hold on
1: yeah <laughs> just text him at 2 30 in the morning <laughs> just say you up question <laughs> <laughs> leave, yeah, leave mark Response.
2: yeah <laughs> and that, that's something that's being a host happens a lot like not not the you up but my my girlfriend like who, you know who's texting you at you know two in the morning and it's there was actually a decent story if we have time. Um, I I had a pretty long day at work. Got home around eleven. Um, watched a movie with my girlfriend. Get a call. Hey Zach, we've got this player coming in. You know, he said you were kind of expecting him. Um, you know, when I talked to him a month before, was kind of expecting him. Didn't show up, so I didn't really. It's like, oh, okay, great, he's there. Um, you know, he said you had some sort of match play deal for him. He's he's buying. It's like, all right, how, how much were we talking buying for? Um, the girl on the other phone was just, it's a lot so okay like how much is a lot like let's let's be realistic here it's like zach it, he's got a ton of money with him like it's, per, it's pretty serious okay so finish the movie it's 1 a.m put my suit back on i drive from south philly uh near the stadiums to harris philadelphia so probably about a 15 20 minute drive um i get there they're still counting money so yeah it, it was pretty it was pretty good so there's things like that where you know personally i you know i've come in out of nowhere like it's you know like i said it's the middle i was there till five thirty in the morning um, sitting at the noodle bar. Noodle bars is great, by the way. Spend a lot of time there. Um, but so I was sitting there, just so I'm on property. Whereas, you know, if there's little requests that come up or little things that happen, I can kind of react faster. Um, so I'm no stranger to the late night calls, texts, emails, things like that. That's that's that, I, I feel that pretty well. I'd rather that than early in the morning. Let's let's put it that way.
0: Mm, it sounds like it comes with the job, though. So that's cool. Definitely, it's neat. And I'm assuming you're going to stick with what you're doing for a while. It sounds like uh, you impress Eric enough. You're not going to go out and be something else
2: no nah, i don't plan to i enjoy it I, I like like being the host i love the relationships i've you know i've been at this property for a few years i have a lot of customers that you know i've gotten really close with and you know it gets to the point where i've got people inviting to their homes for thanksgiving where they know i'm at work and you know, my That's family's cool. kind of far That's away cool. like, you know, come over for thanksgiving grab a meal or hey um another memorable time was somebody had a birthday party for it was one of my customers husband and there were gonna be about 30 people there they ran out of a restaurant and it's like, hey Zach, I'd really like for you to come out. And you know, if my boss had a party with thirty of his closest friends, like I probably wouldn't get the invite. So it's like, it's like I can be, you know, have a relationship with people where we're that close, where they're thinking to to call me for this or you know, a small intimate thing like that that they you know want me to be a part of. It's 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 really nice. It's it's just speaks to the relationships you can get with people. It's great.
0: That's cool. It's that personal touch. That's that's what's neat. It makes you feel good. It's rewarding. So that's
4: neat. Got to let you know you're doing a good job too. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. Do you have any
1: aspiration to move into a larger market?
2: Uh, I've definitely thought about it. Um, It's, it's something that kind of, it's a, there's a little give and take where, you know, I I like, we're, we're actually number one or number two is the most, most frequent property, um, frequent properties in the company where my customers are coming, you know, five, five days a week. So, it's a little bit different um, when you're at a hotel-based property, um, and I kind of like. And now I'm getting used to the frequency. At first, I hated it. At first, I was like, "Oh man, like I wish I was in Vegas or I wish I was in Atlantic City, where my customers would come, you know, once a week, once a month, twice a month, and and you know, I could set everything up for them ahead of time. It'd be great." Um, but now it started to pop pop up where you know I, I, now there's comes a point where we have Sugar House and you know Valley Forge and parks where I could be the Philly casino guy. And this market's manageable enough where there's a tons of money in Philly and then there's tons of, you know, people are in and out daily where you, a host can do pretty well working in a large size market like this. That's not, you know, where we don't, our property might be not as large.
1: So uh, we're going to, we're going to see if Vito listens to the show. Uh, You you may or may (laughs) not be aware, Vito recently applied for a job I think it was at Foxwoods. They were um, interviewing for hosts. Do you have any advice for people interested in a career that may be looking into uh, becoming a host?
2: Uh, it's. I would say that you have to love it. You know, When I was a kid, I wanted to own my own casino, and that was my goal. And then when I got to college, I quickly realized that that's never going to happen. Um, <laughs> but... It's one of those things where you have to love the business and love what you're doing because it's going to be those long days or those you know calls at you know 3 a.m. or the you know customer passes away that you've been dealing with for four years and it's just a, it's a mess or you know things like that happen. So that's something where it gets you get really hosts will get really attached to their customers and really attached to there's just a lot that gets involved. Um, but if you have, you know love for the casino and and you like the, the that action, so for me it's the action. You know, I had, you know, a NBA player come the day after Christmas last year. It was a Tuesday, and you know, why am I going in on a Tuesday? It's a Tuesday night. It's gonna be slow. And then you know, this guy comes in and you know, puts a ton of money down. You know, just happens to be in the area. So there's always excitement. So if you're if you're into the action, that's why for me, you know, the nine to five desk job isn't really, it doesn't really catch my eye. I got a lot of friends that do that. I know it's great, but to be able to see that action and to get the constant adrenaline, if if that's something that you're into, that, that that's a good job for you.
1: So. So you were a player, right? Uh-huh. That's generally how it starts, or at least somebody who's talking about adrenaline from action. You know, at one point you were a player. Do you ever find yourself on the other side of the table? Uh,
2: not, not as much. It kind of, now, like I said, now I'm kind of numb to it where I see people win a ton of money and, uh, you know, I can get my fix by just standing behind somebody watching them bet a thousand dollars a hand. Um, it's a lot cheaper for me sometimes. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where I'm not, I, I don't find myself gambling as much. When I do, you know, I'll do it for fun. You know, it was at a point now where all my friends wanted to gamble with me because I'm the casino guy. So, hey, Zach, I'm going to be in City like, this weekend. You should come. Hey, Zach, like, I've got 10 different groups of 10 different friends calling me to go play. And, and you know, they're each going one time and I'm going all 10. Right. Um, but it gets to the point now where I do it for enjoyment. Um, I'll do it to meet players if, if you know, I've, I'll gamble and, you know, kind of network that way. Um, I'm recently starting to pick up poker It's a little slower, money lasts a little longer where, you know, it gives me a chance to network and be in those circles. Um, I like to go to events, other casinos and go to dinners, kind of see how they're run. And for me, it's more so for the enjoyment, for the kind of of networking and getting the edge to see, you know, what are some ideas that would work on our property or, you know, what are the casinos doing better? What can we do better? What are we doing better than other properties?
1: I know in some states the hosts are compensated purely by theoretical, and in other states, uh, when loss actually plays a role. Can you uh,
2: enlighten us how it works in Pennsylvania? So it's, it's not a state deal here. Um, there's, there's hosts that get paid on actual, hosts get paid on theoretical. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say the most part, uh, a lot of your guys are going to get paid with Theo. Um, uh, especially with your community, I would tend to get, I get—I tend to get a little nervous when somebody's like, hey, what was my theory for the day? Um, you know, yeah. what what about this, that? Those are kind of questions where I'm, I i get a little leery. Um, but, you know, and just that's like a personal thing for me that, you know, trust me, go play, have a good time. You, you have a good idea where you are. You know, I, I sometimes talk in terms of points. You know, I want you to earn this main tier credits. I like to use that kind of verbiage to say, you know, just use this, this, this kind of tier credits will get you in a good spot. You don't want anything to worry about.
1: Yeah, but that's that's tough on the tables. If we're on a video poker machine or a slot machine, there's a running tally. You know, we know what coin-in equals tier credits. There's some voodoo at the tables where sometimes I think I should be three times what I earned and sometimes right. I get double what I thought I would
2: get. Yeah, a, a lot of times that... So, so, I mean, this is pretty common. I mean, the the the... Equation there is going to be your average bet, how long you're playing there, and then what game you're playing. Sure. Um, which which that's, that's pretty common. So it, it is tough. I'll, I'll tell you that it's it's tough for a lot of my players. You know, I I have pretty good relationships with you know the, all the table game staff, where mm-hmm. I can look and be like, hey, what do you what do you have the average in at? You know, and if nine times out of ten, if it can go either way, you know, is he a fifty dollar average or a seventy five dollar average? They'll kind of lean in in terms of. The customer, ah, uh, seventy-five. It's good. Um, you know, definitely it do, still doing their job, being fair on those t- coin flips is really where it makes a difference. You know, I can't, I can't get somebody that's a fifty-dollar average up to two hundred. Um, but in a lot, of time, I pretty much coach my customers to ask. You know, hey, find out. You know, what your average bet was. Make sure, make sure it seems right to you. You know, and and ten times out of ten, my customers are gonna say my average bet was a lot higher than what they put me in at. Um, but if you're reasonable and you know get a good rapport going you know hey just what do you have they'll a lot of times table games airs on on your side at any at any casino I've I've done that myself places
1: sure and tipping doesn't hurt either
2: right yeah it's it's honestly it's in terms of being friendly the, the I have regular players that come in they're friendly They're people like them and it, it goes a long way you know because just be honest there's people losing money the nice thing about me as opposed to a dealer, somebody's smoking, screaming, f- freaking out, I can walk away. I can go wherever I want. I can right, do anything. Right. Get in my car, I can just go to lounges, I can do what I want. Whereas a the dealer, they're stuck. And, you know, sometimes I, I really feel for that because you can't move. And, you know, and then it doesn't, it doesn't, it's just be nice It's pretty much the, the key to everything. If you're a friendly, good customer, you'll, you'll get a fair deal with, you know, table game staff and especially your host. You know, it's a lot of times it's, People think that you know players give me gifts and give me things. It's not about that. I've got people who are just friendly, good people. I'll go out of my way to take care of them because I know they're a nice person. You know, we and, keep you know, hearing that. Throw me a player. Go ahead.
0: Wait, I'm sorry. We keep hearing that. We, I mean, that seems like uh, everybody in, in this biz, whatever job they do, that's really, the, at the end of the day, just be nice. Just be a decent person, you know?
4: Yeah, it definitely It definitely goes a long way. Yeah,
2: so when you do gamble, what do you like to play? So I like to play blackjack. Um, oh, Okay. I, I, I really enjoy it. Um, I like craps. Craps a lot of fun. I, I got into it after I beat the table games, you know, Intimidation with Craps. I um, I really started to enjoy it. Now I'd say that to a lot of your listeners. If they're kind of leery about, you know, craps, it looks confusing. It's really not. If, it's pretty easy to play, you know. just It's just the, the walking up to the table, and I'm kind of experiencing that now personally with poker, whereas, like, I, I'm sure it's easier than craps to like the etiquette but i don't know yeah. it yet so i'm a little nervous of oh i go i know where do I, I go to the booth put my name in like buying like i don't i don't know how that works so that's like kind of a barrier for me um but I, I i start to do that i like it and it's it's you know i, I can play pretty much every game in the casino pie gal i make a lot of mistakes but i still enjoy playing um but I, I i can play i have a good handle on a lot of the games we have
4: yeah, and poker's a different animal, too. Everybody's, like, evaluating you and watching you and just, it's, yeah, right, it's a different right. approach for sure.
2: So, do you guys have craps at your casino in Philly? We do. Uh, so, yeah, okay. we, we have craps, and we're actually running uh, 10 times odds. Oh, so, nice. it's pretty, pretty good. You can get, you know, a, a $10, $15 table. Um, but I'd say 15 definitely all the time, uh, $10 a good amount of the time. Um, with offering ten times odds, which is pretty, it's a pretty sweet deal for for craps players.
0: <laughs> Julian just bought a ticket. He's just heading your way. Yeah, hold yeah on. <laughs>
4: man, this is this is this is gold right here. It's the closest casino to the airport, and it has craps. This might they've got a good, winner they,
1: winner. Uh, Jay, they've got good crews, too.
4: Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. I remember Eric the last trip. Hey Jay, if you make it down to Philly the day before you leave, go down to the hair or go down to the casino. You'll like it. Like man. Never made it, but we're going to make it a plan to meet you and get in that Hummer for sure. <laughs> awesome. That sounds great. Yeah, I'd love to have
2: you guys. Yeah, you got to go with this too. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it, it's a, I, trust me. I, I, uh, it, I'm almost glued to that Hummer sometimes. It's pretty. It's a pretty cool <laughs> yeah. experience.
1: So, should I start writing on the bathroom walls <laughs> a Hummer calls that?
0: Slide in the Hummer.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, too cool. Depends on how strong their play is, I suppose. There, there we go. Love that.
2: All right. Awesome.
1: Uh, Zach, anything else you want to add?
2: Uh, no, I, I actually wanted to just thank you guys a lot for having me on. Um, I've been listening. Um, like I said, after Eric after kind of told me about the show, started listening, subscribed. Um, would highly recommend it. You know, I, I don't do a lot of the, you know, look for a lot of the same plays you guys do. Uh, but for me, it's just like the knowledge of, you know, what's happening at this casino. How did the trip go when you went here? You know, you, you guys talk a lot about how you like the, you know, you go to the smaller town of casinos, people take yeah. care of you, you know, you, you go to the, the pizza place to do the live podcast, it's, it's, that's really nice. And that's, that's stuff that I look forward and, you know, kind of, especially even though we, you know, I work for a larger corporation, something where, you know, just kind of a reminder for me to, Hey, keep our property like that, keep our property running smooth where it's, you know, make sure that there's friendly people, you know, getting value, things like that. It's, it's, it's good. So I, I appreciate you guys, you know, let me on. It's cool. Thank you.
1: You guys definitely have the small town feel, even though your brand is not that. And you you do a good job. And I'll keep coming back no matter who pays your salary.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Much appreciated. (laughs)
4: Really do. Well, I think that's the biggest thing we get from it is making these personal relationships with people, and you know right. these good gestures that go back and forth. You don't forget those connections you make, and the people's names, and the host that took care of you. So, I mean, it goes a long way, man. So, again, it's a kudos to you and the job you're doing. And again, from from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you being a listener. And man, I can't wait to meet you, man.
0: Yeah, Def- are yeah, too cool for you guys. Too cool. All right. Thanks,
4: Zach. Appreciate Thanks for your time, time bud. Uh, no, my pleasure. Thanks a lot.
0: Awesome. Outstanding. Outstanding. It was, again, Eric, thank you very much. I know you're not here, uh, you know, for the outro intros for this, but, you know, your footwork for bringing him in. uh, And what was really cool, I guess, was just, uh, wait a minute, Eric, from where? Vegas (laughs) Confessions?
4: You know Vito? I mean, yeah, just too cool. And it's a small world, and the people that listen to the different podcasts... Again, this is why we do it. We love the interactions and, you know, the crossover episodes. And speaking of crossovers.
0: Oh, yeah. Speaking of crossovers. So, you know, again, we're in the holiday season. So we're, uh, you know, everybody's busy, busy. But um, one thing that we wanted to put together for everybody is a Christmas special, a festive special, if you will. And it will be hosted on Vegas Confessions along with other platforms if they want to do it. Um, But what we did was we uh, reached out to other gambling, travel, Vegas oriented podcasts to do like little clips and skits and stuff. We're going to put all that together. For those of you who remember last year, uh, Vegas Bun Boy did something similar. And so I reached out to him. I said, Hey, do you mind? He's like, Cool. We're too busy. Um, and so we're going to have that actually probably, it should be before, before Christmas. I think, uh, actually right on that week, um, fun to be part of different, you know, it's not your run of the mill Vegas confessions episode. So I think it'll be cool.
4: It's going to be interesting. We have to top playing blackjack with Santa Claus. I mean, (laughs) that was pretty good last year.
0: (laughs) I know we're what, like a month into it, two months into it. So, you know, my, how time flies by. So it was awesome. And, um, you know, speaking of awesome too, um, Call us, write us. Uh, Jules, what do you got?
4: Guys, do not be afraid to get a hold of us. Share some of your gambling stories. You guys can always email us, Vegas Confessions, pod at gmail.com. You guys can get a hold of us. Leave us a shout out on the line. It's 559. Uh, 559- Four six one seven four eight eight. do not be afraid to reach out or even hit us up through Twitter or Facebook we'll get back to you guys you know we like to hear these good stories and that's what it's all about the community having a good time and sharing good experiences so we hope you guys enjoyed
0: yep yep definitely and you know we've got some backed up emails that we'll probably uh, you know put out there first of January once we get things kinda back in order again um, so you know the ball's rolling but just uh, always remember you know we're here to reach out and give us your stories Um, Hopefully you enjoyed that And uh, the next episode will be Very fun-filled and festive And, ah, cheers Cheers